What a night behind Brandon Ingram and two unheralded rookies going into the season. The Pelicans beat the Phoenix Suns and even up their first round series. Let's take a look at what went so well for New Orleans that allowed him to get the win. It's the Monday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's freaking go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts, and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Monday, day after the Pelicans just flat out beat the Phoenix Suns 118-103 a Pretty dominant win, particularly in the second half for New Orleans in this one, evening up the series at 2-2, heading back to Phoenix on Tuesday night. Oh, what a fun game. I could talk for hours about that, but no, we're going to stay under 30 minutes here. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, Monday through Friday. No paywall. Been here all season long, so whether you're just tuning in and enjoying this Pelicans playoff run, you've been with me all of this season and even in the years past, I appreciate you being here because this was a really special night and a very fun night in New Orleans. And today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more prompts, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. And it really was a special night. And we'll get into Brandon Ingram leading this team to victory because that dude was freaking awesome in this game, offensively and defensively. I want to look at the rookies. Jose Alvarado really rattling Chris Paul to a way we've never seen before. Herb Jones just being an amazing defender. And then Jonas Valanciunas, huge in this game. Huge! Did Jonas Valanciunas have a good game? The answer is unequivocally yes. But before all that, seriously, you Pelicans fan listening, watching this show, pat yourself on the back. Seriously, pat yourself on the back. That was an amazing experience in the Smoothie King Center last night. The fans brought it. They've been bringing it. You've been bringing it for a while now. And it's made this so much more fun. Right now, Locked On Pelicans is one of like the top five NBA shows on Locked On. On YouTube, out of all like 300 podcasts we have, it's in the top 10. A small market team. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that's because of you all. You tuning in and being passionate about this team and wanting to learn more and hear more about them and share the excitement alongside me here. You're the reason it's up there and has nothing to do with me. So I want to give you all a shout out for making this ride as fun as possible for me. So from me to you, thank you for being around this team, for supporting this team and being passionate about this team. It's been a whole lot of fun. And hey, there's another home playoff game yet. So we can get a couple more. F.J. Crowder chance in there a little bit too, which I think is going to be really great because he's going to hear it in game six. And he wasn't great in this one. So let's dive into the game though. Again, thank you all so much, but let's dive into the game because this was really, there's three big stories. I just kind of ran, ran them down for you all, but let's start with Brandon Ingram. Oh my God, was this guy ready to freaking play? 30 points on the night, four rebounds, five assists, a plus 18. And he did this going one of five from three. 7 of 10 from the line. He wasn't going to lose. 
you saw this in the first quarter that he was not going to lose this game. He was dialed in in a way we we don't always see, but we know he's capable of. 11 points in the first quarter alone. But what really stood out to me in that quarter, the defensive intensity he brought to this game, it was the best defense we've ever seen him play in his career. It's really as simple as that. He did not want to lose this game at all and did everything in his power to help the Pelicans win. And that meant playing freaking amazing defense, actually. He was all over whoever he was guarding. And he was doing it without fouling. The Pelicans played excellent defense overall without fouling in general. The Suns only went to the line 15 times in this game. New Orleans only had 16 personal fouls called against him, comparing that to 28 for the Suns. They were playing excellent defense, and you could see the rest of the team was feeding off Brandon Ingram's energy. They knew that he was rising to a level, a superstar level in this game, and they knew they had to match it. And they did. But it starts with your leader going out and playing that way. And he did. Whether it was getting to the rim and finishing strong or getting to his mid-range spots, he was doing everything he could and was in total command. Second quarter was a little bit dicey, right? They didn't get him the ball nearly as much. They started to kind of melt down a little bit at the end of the second quarter. They, they became a little bit unraveled there, partially because he seemed a little bit rattled by Jay Crowder. But then in the second half, he took over. Third quarter, which New Orleans won this one, 35-23. to They've been strong in the third quarters, right? But they won that quarter by 12. He scored 16 points. In the fourth quarter, coming in and only needing to play four minutes, doesn't make a shot, right? Goes 0 for 3. But plus 9 because he was such a focal point of everything they were doing and it just opened things up for everyone else, particularly Jonas Valanciunas, who is the hero, in a sense, down the stretch for New Orleans. And we'll get more into him uh, in the third segment of today's show because what Willie Green really did there was great with a lot of the rotations and trusting in these guys. But this one started with Brandon Ingram and you just saw him bring an energy throughout the entirety of this game. And particularly to be able to recompose himself at halftime and come out and play like he did. Leader of this team. This was a superstar performance from him. This was another level from what we've seen before. And really, the defense should stand out to you. He was that good on that side of the ball. You cannot say enough good things about Brandon Ingram in this game. And there was a lot of other good too. The two rookies. Jose Alvarado, really in the head of Chris Paul, Herb Jones doing some things we rarely ever see, rarely ever see. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is a product I've started using literally every single day. I take AG1 because I want to be healthier. I want better gut health, more energy, a better immune system. And I don't have time for a complicated supplement routine and vitamin routine, taking all these pills. I need to make it easy for me. And that's what AG1 does. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, aging, basically all of the things. And what I love about it, it's one scoop and a cup of water per day. That's it. It's that easy. And look, 
It's great for you. It supports better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, alertness. It's the one thing with the best things in it. That's AG1. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And Athletic Greens is over 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water a day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast Monday through Friday. We've been here all season doing it. Please subscribe, tell a friend about the show, and leave a five-star review with a comment. You want daily Pelican stock? There's nowhere else. It's right here at Locked On Pelicans. Subscribe, support the show, and I appreciate you all making me part of your day. So, the rookies in that win over the Phoenix Suns, a 15-point victory for New Orleans, 118-103. These dudes awesome 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 these two guys that we're about to talk about are a big part of why this team is so loved by new orleans this team is more loved than i think that anthony davis drew holiday team that swept the blazers in the first round six over three this team they love them they could lose the rest of the games and this probably goes down as the most beloved team in new orleans history i don't doubt that for a second Maybe not as good as some of the other ones, but definitely most beloved. And a big part of that is Jose Alvarado and Herb Jones because they were impactful players in this. You imagine saying that in game four of a playoff series that the 35th overall pick and an undrafted undersized point guard were making a massive impact? Because I didn't think I was going to be saying that probably at any point in my career covering this team and it's been 10 plus years. But those guys were amazing in this game. Let's start with Jose Alvarado. You go look at his box score. It's not Nothing's going to jump out at you for the most part, right? But he just made winning play after winning play by playing defense on Chris Paul. And it was amazing. He was face guarding him. The second that ball was inbounded, he was playing ha- full court pickup against him, basically. And jawing at him and just there to try and rattle him. And you know what? It worked. There were a couple issues early on with the defense of him. When they were trying to pick him up full court, it was pretty easy to try and screen a guy off of him and then create a mismatch going down the court. New Orleans quickly got away from that one, and they started to pick him up about three-quarters of the way, half court, to really try and slow him down and just put a body on him. Willie Green learned from the game one and game three that you can't let Chris Paul beat you and make it so that anyone else does. In this game, Chris Paul was two of eight for four points. Yeah, he had 11 assists, but he also had three turnovers and four personal fouls. He had no idea what to do in the fourth quarter, it seemed like. He looked out of sorts and rattled it away that we have never seen him rattled before. I covered his final season here in New Orleans. I'd been watching him before that, obviously. I've watched his career very closely throughout his whole time in the NBA. I don't think I've ever seen him rattled like that, like with Jose Alvarado on him and just jawing at him and making plays. Look, he was grabbing steals. He forced him into an eight-second violation, not being able to get the ball over half-court line in a timely manner. And you know what he even did? And Chris Paul knows he does this. He did the sneaky steal on him. The corner move where he's just kind of hiding by the bench, runs up, got the steal, and turned it around for Herb Jones two points on a layup. Uh, Chris Paul knows he does that. Remember, he tried to do that in game one, and Chris Paul's like, what are you doing? Get up there. Don't be dumb. You think I'm going to fall for that? 
Well, in this game, Chris Paul fell for that. What does that tell you about what was going through his mind with the way Jose Alvarado was defending him? Jose put it all out there on the line in this one and was really just making winning plays. He slowed down the point of attack. That's what you needed in this game. He was forcing the ball out of Chris Paul's hand early on in their half-court sets. It's like, I want to give him like a round of applause here. He was that good. It didn't do anything offensively, and you don't need him to if he's playing like that. The role he played in this one was simply mess with Chris Paul at work. Chris Paul picked up a tech. Chris Paul had a flagrant one called against him, I think it was, because he was so rattled from everything that's going on. He fell apart. He's been dominating the fourth quarter, and that didn't happen in this game, and that was due to Jose Alvarado. Like, incredible job by an undrafted rookie going up against the point god and making it so that the point god's team lost. And Jose Alvarado was a big reason why. And so was Herb Jones. I don't have enough good things to say about him in this game. Dude was just freaking amazing. 13 points on 7 shots, 0 for 1 from 3, but 7 of 8 at the line. And then the number that's going to jump out at you is 3. Three blocks. You've heard me if you've been watching the show for a long time or been part of it this season, right? Three-pointers are usually wide-open shots because, well, if they're not, you know if it's contested, people don't take them. So three-pointers are really hard to block. Well, Herb Jones had three blocks in this game, and all three of those were on three-point attempts. He swatted three three-pointers away. If I could do something where my jaw hits the floor, it would. It was incredible. You never see that. Think about it seriously. In all the NBA you watch, how often do you see a three-point shot blocked? It's very rare. He had three of them in this game. He was blanketing Chris Paul for a while. He was doing everything he could to get the ball out of Chris Paul's hands. They had him on Chris Paul basically the entirety of the game. And look, Chris Paul was getting the better of that matchup for a while in this one, I think. It was probably about like 60-40 going to Chris Paul. They'd set a screen, and Herb was having trouble fighting through those screens. So you saw them switching a lot because if they didn't do that, they were going to get destroyed. But the fact is, he forced Chris Paul to do something. And I think that was kind of the important thing. And you could see Chris Paul needed that space from those screens. Even if he didn't want that, even if they wanted to do something else. And the Pelicans were ready for it this time. And you saw Herb Jones recovering really well to get back on Chris Paul because of it. And that allowed this team to do so many good things. So he was awesome in this matchup. And then when they put Jose Alvarado on Chris Paul and kind of found that working in the second half, it allowed Herb Jones to basically be a free safety, right? To just roam and cause havoc. And he did it. He wrecked the Phoenix Suns when he was not guarding Chris Paul. All over the place. And Jose Alvarado freed him up to be able to do that. Great use of your players by Willie Green, realizing what's going on and sticking with it, right? They didn't get CJ McCollum into the game late in the, until late in the fourth quarter. And that was because Jose Alvarado was doing so freaking well. And it just allowed Herb Jones to be freed up and to go do his thing. And he did. He was an absolute monster monster on defense in this game just as outstanding as you could possibly be and he hit his free throws making enough of an impact offensively giving them points and just doing everything defensively and completely wrecking the phoenix suns this pelicans defense in this game was amazing and it was these two rookies and brandon ingram too really leading the way but you could argue the second best player and almost the mvp of the game was Jonas valanciunas 
Did he have a good game? Oh, yes. Yes, he did. Let's talk about the performance from him coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar, period, full stop. It's really that easy. I eat one of these things every single day. I'm trying to be healthier. I've made these a big part of my routine, and I look forward to it because they taste delicious. I've had candy bars. I'm never going to probably eat one again as long as I got a built bar within arm's distance. These things are delicious, and that's because they put flavor first in everything that built does. They want them to taste good so that you are eating them, and trust me, they taste good. I love the mint brownie. I love the double chocolate. I love the salted caramel, the ras- chocolate, white chocolate raspberry cheesecake. They're all amazing, and that's all because they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the bars are, including the puff bars, which are protein-infused marshmallow, which are light. They're fluffy. They're not dense like a brick, right? You're not, they're not dry. You don't need to chug a bottle of water or anything like that after you have a built bar, and they're so good, you're going to be ordering more and I use the same promo code you all do so go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart most of the bars contain 130 calories 4 grams sugar 4 net carbs and 17 grams of protein so go to built.com use promo code lock 15 you're gonna get 15% off your next order again use promo code lock 15 for 15% off over at built.com and thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen every single day how much fun is this this playoff run by the pelicans proving to the world right Proving to the world that New Orleans is a basketball city. And that's because of you tuning in to Locked On Pelicans every single day and sending a message. People have taken note. I promise you, people have taken note about how well this show is doing, about how well all Pelicans things are doing right now. And that's due to your passion as a fan. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen, making me part of your daily routine here. Whether you're a new listener, welcome aboard. This is so much fun. We're happy to have you here. And if you've been with me for a long time, Oh, I appreciate it too because there have been some dark times, but it's fun right now, so let's ride this wave. Five days a week, free, no paywall or anything like that. So let's dive into Jonas Valanciunas. Look, Brandon Ingram is the MVP of the game. The 30 points, the defense, just he's the best player. He went and improved it, got a standing ovation as he left, right? Didn't let Jay Crowder rattle him too much. We got the FU, uh, FJ Crowder chance, which was a whole lot of fun too. But you know who was equally as important in this one was Jonas Valanciunas. He, you could argue, and I would agree with you, that he was the MVP of this game. 26 points on the night, 15 rebounds, 4 assists, 9 of 15 from the field, 7-11 from the line, and one big three made. He was great. He wasn't doing amazing in the first quarter. And then Monty, or not Monty Williams, sorry. Willie Green made a sub that surprised me at first. He pulled Jonas Early, After about five minutes of action or so, he pulled Jonas Valanciunas out in the first quarter. And at first I wondered if that was going to be because they wanted him to really be fresh in the fourth quarter. We've seen him at times because he's played so many minutes this year compared to the rest of his career. He's He kind of gets a little bit tired in the fourth. So I thought maybe they were subbing him out early to try and just do a little bit more better minutes management with him. But then you saw JaVale McGee come into the game in the second period. And that's when Valanciunas subbed right on back in. To really try and handle him. This was a guy that hurt New Orleans in game two. Scoring 11 points in that one. And when JaVale McGee came in. Sorry, he came in late in the first quarter. They subbed Valanchunas back in. And Valanchunas held his own against him. When there were moments when the Pelicans offense was starting to flag a little bit in the second, in the second quarter. And they weren't playing particularly great, right? You saw Valanchunas really try and do a little bit of work. He got a dunk in that, in that quarter and that was big. 
And then in the second half, when Brandon Ingram had some moments, particularly in the fourth, where Phoenix was doing everything they could to take him out of the game, they got the ball to Valanciunas and that fancy footwork down low, putting his shoulder into a guy and playing some old-school low-post basketball, trying to pivot, turn, and just get a shot at the rim. And he was feeling it, right? You had a lot of up-and-under moves from him in this one, going baseline, and it was great. He was going right at DeAndre Ayton. And if you look at the matchup between those two guys, he won it. Ayton had a fine game, 23 points, 8 rebounds, but was did he feel impactful? No. And a big part of that was because Valanciunas was fearless going at him. I think Valanciunas had had enough of people kind of questioning him, seeing all the stuff about Aiton and how well he had played. He said enough is enough and decided to just go and show why he's an underrated center in the league. He went out and, again, a lot of moves, baseline, scoring, fadeaways, whatever it was, he was willing to do it, and he was up to the challenge in this game. Willie Green coached these guys up well didn't he in this one and that's he's a huge part of why new orleans was able to get this win again new orleans still had the rebounding advantage out rebounded the phoenix suns by nine in this one they also had 19 offensive boards a lot of that is Valanciunas. And then Jackson Hayes and Larry Nance Jr. We'll talk about them in tomorrow's show too because this basically got to be a two-parter because we also got to talk about Devontae Graham who's been good this whole series and with how much I've gone at him this year and not liked his play. He's playing well right now and we got to kind of build him up and talk about it. He deserves it. Bit of Not quite a mea culpa from me here, but he's playing well and so we're going to call him out and shout it out because that's what we want to be fair about everything. But Valanciunas in this one, just tremendous. Not backing down you know, to the challenge, but then physically backing down anyone that was put on him. Those minutes use of him matching up with McGee was really smart by Willie Green, and that kind of took away an advantage that the Phoenix Suns had, particularly from his performance. It was Game 3, not Game 2, like I said earlier. A big part of why New Orleans won was Valanciunas in this one. Huge, impactful minutes from him in this game, and now it's tied 2-2, and the series shifts back to Phoenix for Game 5 on Tuesday, then New Orleans for Game 6. We got another game in the Smoothie King Center, and I know y'all are going to show up for that one and going to make it loud in there again and make the Phoenix Suns feel it. And look, they're rattled after this game, so you are going to be impactful in Game 6. So thank you for listening to today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Subscribe, tell a friend about the show, leave a five-star review with a comment. Now for your next listen, check out Locked on NBA. I'm going to be on there on the Monday episode talking more about this game. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I know I just said it. I'll be back with you all tomorrow to talk more about the Pelicans win and evening up this series at 2-2.